This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Wendover Horn, sir. Sorry, you have been kept waiting so long, but you have you've, you've stayed there, and, and I imagine you're probably still not even started your journey. You've been waiting so long. Yeah, I'm still parked in the West Hearts. Oh, but, uh, sorry, fella. Sorry, fella. No, it's, it's been no a bit pro- mental. No problem. You know, it's been great listening to the chaps, and it was great to meet Chris before the, I've already met him, but to see him again before the game, it was nice. Yeah, all good. So come on, then. let's let's go back to the game. We've, uh, we've done hands across the pond and all sorts of wonderful stuff. But let's yeah, face it, today it comes back down to it was. To all, it feels like two points dropped if we look at it from the negative side. But in terms of the performance and in terms of the actual kind of elements of the game, it feels like it's been a good week overall. Yeah, yeah. I I can't help but feel a tad disappointed tonight Mm -hmm. because I think Millwall aren't a great side. Uh, They're certainly not the side they were last year. Yeah, they're big and so forth. but. Yeah, it was a little bit Watfordy to score early on, and then you know if you then go and get the second, but we didn't, and then they scored, and that was all a little bit Watfordy. But there are positives. There are positives. I agree. Left foot Lenny KMB outstanding. He was my man of the match by. By, by quite a considerable distance. I thought he was excellent. I thought Coney was excellent. Agree with the subs. Uh, the, 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 they took us backwards for 20 minutes, I mm-hmm. thought. We lost some emphasis there when we made the substitutions. And then Rayovic pops up and Rayovic does what we all know that Rayovic is going to be able to do. Put the ball on his head and he'll miss a few, he'll score a few. And, you know, I haven't been negative about Rayovic. I think at £1.3 million, he's a good option in that squad and and, and a good buy. 
Yeah, but I, I do feel disappointed, Pete. I do feel disappointed. The goals we conceded were similar. We aren't great with the ball coming into our box, are we? We're not good with the ball coming into our box with crosses. And although Loser did put that ball in for the way of, you know, for, 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 for Rayovich, he does frustrate the life out of me, Pete. Loser. A ball fell to him on his correct foot. Lovely opportunity to score. He didn't even hit the target. That was one of my negatives on loser. And my second is, he could have buggered it up for us at the end. What a silly foul he gave right at the end to give them a free kick in, in a very good position. I would out loser in January, but I don't think we can because I'm told today he's off to the African nations. So, it you know, you're probably not going to be able to sell him. But, uh, yeah, not a bad week, but disappointed. No, that's fair enough. I think if you're going to take seven points from the week, and I'm not just trying to look in the aggregate to soothe today, but if we look at it across the week, I think we'd have all taken that. I think today, you know, one of the things we do is ask people various questions about how they see the game going and, you know, even in the use of gifts and some people's imaginations. (laughs) And funny stuff is just superb because the whole idea of that is, look, if we can have a laugh in the, I don't know, on a Friday when you're bogged down with your your work and you look down and there's something that somebody else has made you smile about, then great. But And so there's always an element of gallows humour about it but I think since this international break of last I think if we can get four points out of the next two games which I think is entirely feasible I think six is potentially doable because Huddersfield away and then Rotherham United at home how is that going to change how Wendover is feeling today pre oh I don't know Chinese could be Indian we don't know but it won't include mayonnaise we know that what a thought that is mayonnaise on Chinese foods <laughs> it would curdle it would, it would split it would, oh what a thought we'll, I, we'll, I, we'll let Danny I and Becky get, I, We'll let Danny and Becky yeah, when they Danny come on and Becky next. Are around. They'll come, come on and, and tell us about the exactly. Uh, it, it's down for them to, de- to defend is. this yeah. strange culinary thing. But what are you thinking? Yeah. What's it going to take for you in two weeks' time, looking at an international break going forward and going, okay, I think it's been you know we're now in a solid place. What are we going to need yeah. to take out of those next two games? Yeah, I, I think we could take six. I do, do think we could take six and then go into the international break. It would look favourable. But tonight, but if we would have taken three today, we would have been 12th. You know, maybe I'm being greedy and, and then another six and, and we're probably up there in the playoff positions. We, we should have won today. We should have won. You know, that was a good performance. We do create a lot of... We were creating chances, but... We're not clinical, are we, Pete? We're not clinical. No, no, we're not. Uh, we're not. We create, we created ten chances in that first half alone, and that's a great thing. Don't get me wrong, but if you then put a couple of those away, then we know obviously what the difference is. But we can only judge these games in retrospect and in you know in hindsight, looking at it. And I, I think it was a, it was good championship fair. It was nice to see when we did go the goal down us actually barnstorming back at them and trying to yeah. pull it back. And and, yeah. and that little bit of thing that has been missing, and this is what I think we've seen from since the international break, I think we've seen a little bit of character. I think we've seen... Yeah, I'd go with that. You know, yeah. And, you know, that that's that's fair play. That can take you an awful long way. The, the other thing was, and we, we talked about the inverted wingers all the time, and if you, the moment you brought Rivich on, he brought Martins on the right... 
And I thought, yeah. brilliant, we're going to do exactly what Pete was talking about a little while ago. Yeah. You know, you brought somebody in who's going to head from six yards out, put it into him there for him. But we didn't then get the ball into Martins or wide to Semmer because we lost that in the midfield area. Yeah. You know, we suddenly, they were coming coming through us in waves and nobody was stopping them because they're, are we now, since the international break, a better side without loser? And I'm talking about the loser who put in the great ball for the assist for the final equaliser. Are we better with him or without him, either in the team or as an available in the squad? I would say we're better without loser. I wouldn't have brought him on today. I would have brought Chekovatsi on. I wouldn't have brought loser on and maybe we wouldn't have got the equaliser. He's gone. He's he's now on my on my naughty step. Yeah, I'm off. I'm totally off him, Ran Loser. He, you know, for, for as far as I'm concerned, he can go in January. But it, as I say, if he is off to African nations, it will be it will be a challenge to 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 get him away. I think we've got we haven't lost. We haven't lost, and that was a good header that was a good header i like a big number 9 option i do a big number 9 option and i do i think he's the, he's the full time answer as our main focal point no i don't as i don't think bayo is i would like i've said this before i would like to go out in january and get a big fast muscular 9 that can hold the ball up that's going to cost you a bit a Daryl Deakey type yeah. that, that you, you, you've spoken about, who's actually meant to be ready in January, but it will take him a few months from January to get to, to get ready. So I wouldn't say he, you know, we, we should go for him. But I don't. Th- I think both the good squad players do not get me wrong, but I don't think neither are the answer for the if we are going one up as the long term for that 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 role. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So come on then. We've spoken about it. If you heard on the on the we were three years old today and we've been acting yeah, our age congratulations. ever acting our age ever since and before, to be quite frank. And it was then that one of the men one of the one of the questions was about what was it? Would you have red or brown sauce on cheese on toast? And then we finally got on to the revelation via Carl, who's all for revelations, it seems, this uh-huh. week. The fact that uh, that Becky of Becky and Danny likes mayonnaise on Chinese food. Now we have not had Disgusting. Yet we have not yet had, don't be judging there, Wendover, don't be judging. We haven't had right to reply. We need to hear that at some point. Yeah. So we look forward to that currently yeah. holidaying on the Algarve. But that's where yeah. it came from. But what is it tonight? Is it I'll takeaway? repeat order from last week from Spice Garden in Wendover. Mrs. W will be having her chicken dansack. And I found a new dish, one of their specials on the menu called chicken tamarind, which I had last week and it was outstanding. Having it again tonight. I'll be picking that up on the way home and she'll have been, been way of a quarter into that bloody Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> That's why I don't mind waiting in the West Hearts because the longer I wait here the less of that bloody awful programme I have to watch. Oh. You know, the, 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 there you go. There you go. All right, look, you you have a, a good journey back. Um, before before you go, don't tell us if yes. you know the answer, but and because go we're going to go to Neil in a minute, but I want to know who, and you can put this in the long form or in the five words, whichever, what game was this from and what was the final score? There's a Gallo. 
Can we get a better bar in? And Watford have channeled back into the game. A first league goal of the season for Odion Igalo. There you go. Anybody who is who's got there, what game was that from? What was the final score? Don't you tell us, Wendover, but do you think you know? No, I don't. I'm Ooh. crap at stuff like I'm crap at stuff like that. All right. Okay. Yeah. We'll see if we get some right answers. And if not, we'll go to some second ones. But in the meantime, thank you, sir. Let's get across to Mr. Yeah. Neil Silverstein, who's been waking equally as long. Cheers, fella. And we will be coming after that to, to Rio and Alex and Gary. Neil, sir, how are you doing? I'm well, though. I'm a bit confused now because I'm the same as Greg. I've got no idea what that game was. Ah, the second goal will be coming in a bit, so stay tuned. My God, no. that's the kind of thing professional people say. What on earth are we doing with it? Never mind. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, all good. A damp west south coast. It's I, I admire Mr Fincham's metal for driving up in the shitty weather we've got down here, but never mind. Other than that, all good. What's the game on the TV tonight or this afternoon, which was quite interesting. The stem of booking. Anyone got any idea what that was for? I was going to ask. He was, he's over there by the corner. The yeah. I think, I, I don't know which which of the Millwall players it was, has sneakily kicked the ball, the other ball, back on, on yeah. the pitch. It, it, because of the multi-ball system, Ken's got a ball, but of course he's not going to take it until that ball goes off. And then Keith Stroud, otherwise known as Luton's Keith Stroud, comes over and inexplicably books him. We have no idea whatsoever. It absolutely baffled me. And to be fair, most of the points that everyone else has made already was very similar to mine. And that was the one thing that I thought, oh, can't remember. I can't see what that was for. I don't know whether getting a different perspective of it in the ground, people might be able to shed more light on it. But I just think, yeah, ref was being a cock there, wasn't he? Yes. Oh, and, and it was Keith Stroud. You know, hey, if the glove fits, you're probably Keith Stroud. Right. Absolutely. Awesome. I've got to say, a fair play to Carl for his monologue. And, yeah, absolutely agree with that. You can't tell the fans how to be a fan, particularly when that's coming from a paid employee of the club, which I think should give him some, as we say, some decorum and some, I don't know, just some sense with what he replies to certain people. With You don't have to agree with everyone, but everyone has the right to say what they think, you know, free speech. And that's what I love about this. And this is the guys we call coming over from the States, fair play to them. I, I actually quite fancy going over there to watch a game with them in their place because I think that'd be quite cool. <laughs> it would be a crack, wouldn't it? That'd be brilliant. I think we were talking, I think at some point baseball was being discussed uh, at some stage. Let's see, we might get over for a game of some kind. Tr- trust me, no matter how shit a game we've seen at Watford, baseball is way beyond that. I was, I, I've, I've been to Wrigley Fields, right, which apparently is, is quite a, a holy ground for yeah, baseball. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, I was in a coma for most <laughs> of the day. Just watching people eat hot dogs that were thrown at them from about six rows away. And they were just, oh, it, was, it was ridiculous. It was the most, I had no idea what happened. Till to this day, I don't know who won, what the score was, or how it So don't do that. You're too, too busy now, catching hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, with their mouth sideways. No, other than that, I, I think it's great to see some character, team spirit. Um, I think we are progressing, right? We, we, we are a work in progress. Cool. Um, you can see what what, what the, the club is trying to do with the side, and like everyone has said, the the almost the military precision substitutes at sixty minutes. Change for the sake of change is a pointless change. You should only change to improve it. But I think which has almost got his substitutions mapped out in his head at kickoff, and he doesn't adapt as the game goes through because, as the other callers have said, most of those are illogical. Loser, I'd have taken off before he'd actually stepped on the pitch if he was making a substitution. Because, like Greg, I can't stand the fellow. And he's 
since he was disciplined for being late, he doesn't seem to be the same player in terms of his mental application, and that is always a problem. So if he goes to the African Cup of Nations, fine. I hope he doesn't get on the plane coming back. He's more than ha- I'm more than happy for him to stay there. And it's a shame because he's, he is a gifted and skillful player, but he's just not applying himself. And the team that we've got now is beginning to become a team, and that's where everybody needs to work together. Not really bothered about that one. But yeah, other than that, it's just a classic championship game, isn't it? I think the league will play itself out leading up to Christmas. As long as we're within touching distance of the promotion pack, for me, it's always been after Christmas is when it starts to get serious. So as long as we're not cut adrift by then, six to eight points away from the playoffs, I think that's where we'll be. And I think that's where we should be because that's the reality of it. We don't have a a 20-goal-a-season player on the books. So we're always going to struggle. And that, for me, is where we are. But as always, quality session from you guys. I think, as others have said, you do a great job in bringing people together and keeping them together with a common goal, which is supporting the club. So fantastic job. Mate, thank you so much. Nope, all we're here to do, and let's face it, we're not trying to die on a hill, Mark, free speech. It's not at all. But this is exactly what that is, you know, what it's about. We've always said, and we have been asked to, you know, would you prevent certain people coming on? And and we've been asked it from either side about other people. And no, we, we're not going to do that. This is just, and as always is, and it's never going to be anything more, trust me, with our production skills, it's never going to be anything more than a barometer as to how everybody is feeling immediately after the game. It doesn't have to be uh, analytical. You've got the you've got the buzz podcast for that. It doesn't have to be even sensible, certainly from myself, Justin and Carl. We're just simply not capable of that. We'll be stupid. That's what we like to do. But this is just about a reaction. It's about what people are thinking, what they're seeing, how they see the game, and we don't all have to agree, mate. Absolutely, absolutely. Neil, have a great weekend, sir. Lovely to hear you there. Let's get across to Rio Wolf. Let me add you in there. Lovely to hear there from Neil. Da, 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 da. There you go. This is because I haven't got a whole music. Rio, hit your, your, your mute button. And there you go. You're in, mate. How you doing, Rio, everybody? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm okay. It's What do you make of... We haven't spoken for a couple of weeks. What did you make of the last two games? Obviously, wins, yes. But did they point to the performance that we saw today? And what did you make of today? The other two games we won, but I'd say this is probably the best performance out of the three... After the Sheffield Wednesday game, I wasn't too overly pleased because like, it didn't sense that we were changing like a cor- corner because like scraped one to win be Sheffield Wednesday having one all season. It's not that impressive. Swansea result very good. They won again. They won against Blackburn today. So yeah, one 0 Maybe they had an off day against us, but that was a really good result then. Because obviously our expectations are not going for promotion. I haven't been that disappointed or overly excited for games this season but this one I was like we, we need to win this make it three in a row two winnable games after it'll be good I was gutted when they scored their second but I guess we should take a point but I feel the result doesn't really reflect the performance because I felt we were better team first half and then last first 30 minutes plus at the time we were probably better but those changes yeah um, we lost a bit of fluidity yeah I think it's it's one of those things where I think everybody has been pretty impressed with Kone and everybody has said that, you know, but it was one of those telling moments whereby you've got Kone in there and then you're putting in Loser. And let's be honest, Loser has got some good quality, but what he doesn't, what what suddenly you saw was what Kone had been doing was no longer getting done. 
and mm. and KMB who's had, who'd had a, a super game for yeah. my money, yeah, really good. But suddenly he's asking, you know, it's almost I'll ask you to do my running for me because I'm going to come up with a you know with a great moment or something. And don't get me wrong, loser did. But as a team, suddenly you've got somebody who is, you know, it was a good job he put that decent ball in at the end because otherwise yeah. a lot of people would be looking at that and going, Watford minus loser equals this, and then mm. including loser equals that. Hmm, not great. He's got some quality, but he's got to get yeah. in and around. He's got to be competing because Millwall are, uh, and I've got no problem with Millwall at all. They are not shrinking violets. You know, culture, identity, all of the things that we've talked about. Millwall's never been in question. You know, it's no. always been we're going to go out, we're going to go out there, and we're going to be, we're going to make it hard for you, no matter yeah. what. We're going to make it hard for you. Graham Taylor used to turn around and say, "We'll go out and we'll, we'll play." You know that we might we might get beaten when we're in the top flight, but what we'll do is we will force other teams to play of their best and to give of their best in order to to, to beat us. Because if they're not on their metal that day, we'll do it. And that's exactly what they did to us. I think they just rocked yeah. us back. And I think suddenly we saw the ground that Kone was covering suddenly wasn't being covered, and they were just streaming through the middle. It meant we lost that possession in that particular period and moment for me. Although again, listen to the Buzz podcast because they'll analyze it a lot better than I will, um, especially in these hours after the game. We suddenly didn't get the ball out to Martin or the ball out yep. to Semmer. They were suddenly starved of the ball, so there's no ball into the box for Ryovic, and the whole thing goes a bit awry. Yeah. That, that was how I saw it. Did you see it like that? What else were your thoughts on, on other players today? Yeah, we've been saying Ryovic has been poor, but we haven't been whipping the balls into the box for him. Mm. Yes, this ball was on the money, but like, put the ball into him. It's going to score headers like that. Yeah, I agreed with the change to take Semmer off. can't remember if it was for Imps or something, but Semmer looked a bit knackered yeah. near the end of the game. I don't know about Esprit. I, I don't know. You've got that moment of magic. I wouldn't mind keeping him on, but yeah, it's just the, the changes. We lack the fluidity, and Luan said before the game, set pieces could cost us. And I guess they did. We didn't get the ball away for their first goal. It wasn't even straight from... Was it a throwing or a corner? It was a corner, wasn't it? We, yeah, we tried to clear it, but took a few times, and then yeah, scrappy goal. But yeah, we had quite a few good chances first half. I thought Semmer's deliveries were really good from corners, and I'll, I'll take four points from the next two games. But I think we should and could easily get six, and then it could be six unbeaten. Which, if you look at it, great. But yeah, I feel Mill were around our level. We have to be beating them. It's not like they're top ten. We're bottom end. It's, no, no. Even game, but we showed character to come back. And some people say, would, would this team have done that last season? I say no. I think we probably would have given up at 2-1. So, yeah, it's an all right point, but a bit of a sour feeling. I felt we should be winning that. Fair enough. With with uh, Sema playing well today and getting to the byline on occasions and drawing people out and getting the ball across, which was lovely, what did you think of Lewis playing alongside him as opposed to playing alongside Martins. It felt like there was better interplay between the two. Yeah, no, I don't think Lewis is great, but I thought he did. He, he held the ball up decently today and him and Semmer overlapping were quite good. But Lewis is just, he, he's been injured for a while before he came to us, didn't have a run of games in Newcastle. So give him a few more games and he'll hit, hit his rhythm. But I think Ken's great. He doesn't get barged off the ball at all. To be fair to Martins, he doesn't always either. But Semmer was great, yes. You couldn't get a ball off him. Work rate was there. 
that's why I look knackered at the end because he's worked so hard. Yeah, I know, absolutely. I think we all love him to pieces. Rio, yeah. obviously, you're part of, I don't know if it's got a brand name, but Martin's Martin Spaces, which I think I saw the yeah, other yeah. day is, gonna, is Monday going to be your regular slot now, or is, is there a regular slot coming? Yeah, I think tomorrow. Is there a Premier League game tomorrow? No, yeah, I think tomorrow night, probably. Yeah, definitely. Because obviously, you do your stuff uh, tonight. WDAT Voices of the Bit do their stuff tomorrow. Makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So look at look out for that, and that's just on Martin's Martin Spaces. Cheers, guys. Okay, mate. Look, have a great one. Have a good week, you and too. we will see how we go away at Huddersfield. Let's get across. You too. Take mate. Take care, mate. Let's get across to Alex and and see what his thinking was. Alex, we we didn't get to speak on the Swansea, which of course would have been the anniversary of the of the infamous uncle <laughs> speech. How's things, mate? Today. He's actually with me. Yes. Uh, this right is what now, we like to hear. A lot. A lot. A lot, a lot of people asked me about Swansea. Uh, I've never set foot in that place ever again for Fair as long enough. as I shall live. Fair enough. But just quickly, your quiz question, I think Ooh. I might have the answer. I think. It depends when Decore first came into the first team. But Ooh. I think that Igalo goal, and you said the second goal, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the West Ham 4-2 win. I think. Because I think in that game, Igalo scored his first of the season. I'll tell you what. Let's listen to the second goal and see if we think Alex is right. Zazar moving up onto the shoulder of Kabul here. Dini's coming from an onside position and Collins and Adrian. And Dini takes it spectacularly. There you go. You're absolutely spot on. It was uh, West Ham going 2-0 up. Putting in Rabona of crosses from from Dimitri, what's his what's his chops, and and everybody turning it around in the second. So everybody who picked out West Ham two, Watford four. Congratulations, well done, Alex. Very oh, impressive indeed, everybody. This is what we like to see. This is the sort of bollocks that I think we we can pioneer. Quizzes that nobody really care about. This is Shorty, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Enjoy the game. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Let's get across to Gary. Let's get across to Gary. We saw Gary down the bunker putting an excellent question for uh, for, for our three-year anniversary podcast or whatever it was. Gary, so hit the mic button and uh, and come on and let us know how you are. So, uh, Hello, Peter. He's there. Peter. He's there. Wait, you, I'm here. Have you been taking photographs and videos of people drinking? Listen, I've made a very poor decision this evening. <laughs> Go on. I had I had an option due to fucking public transport. I had the option tonight to either get on the train and get beaten up by Millwall fans because I'll be getting on their train, or go drinking with Carl. 
and I made the poor decision you've taken of going the, drinking with Carl. You've taken the more dangerous option. This is uh, yes, I think I'd rather get beaten up by a Millwall fans, to be honest with you. I haven't really heard a lot of this because I'm in a very noisy pub. That's fine. So, but, but just one thing from the game, I believe certain people, especially Wendover Horn, have been saying for weeks, you put Ryovic on, you put proper wingers on the pitch. Get one, get down to the byline, cross it in, and he will score. What happened? He scored. It's old-fashioned British It's old-fashioned, but it worked. <laughs> yeah, it uh, works. And in fairness, obviously he came on and it wasn't quite working, but it does show how effective it can be. We know, you know, the... The, crikey, the number of late goals we've had this season, but against Birmingham, you know, which we won 2-0, but if we remember, his goal, you know, weighed in with a cross from, I think it was a Spreer on the right, was in the 91st, 92nd minute. It's good to know that we do have an option to bang the door down and hopefully that's something they can work on. But there we are, there we are. Are the, are the, guys, from, are the guys from VVV Venlo from, from the Netherlands there as well? Are you all in the market tavern? Oh, I've got no idea who's here. We met back... <laughs> <laughs> we met badly drawn Watford tonight as well. Oh, top man. I love Do you know what what a humble guy he was? What a humble there's people coming up to him, cuddling him and thinking saying to him, literally, what you do is fantastic. And he's just I try my best, but it's pretty shit. And like, as, I, as I said to him, you do a damn sight better than what I could because I can't fucking draw to save my life. But what a really nice, humble guy he was. Oh. Really nice guy. I've got no idea what his name is because the pub was quite loud. But a really good guy. And any anyone listening to this, please follow Badly Drawn Watford. Really nice bloke. And he needs to keep <laughs> doing what he's doing. It really does. If anybody, I mean, I'm sure people listening to this will have seen it, but if anybody hasn't, just by whatever reason, you've had your head in a bucket for eight months, I don't know, badly drawn Watford on Twitter, and he basically just does his pencil sketch pictures of players, which he's very self-deprecating. He says, I don't think anybody will get who this is. And quite often we don't. And he just does these and puts them up. And he started putting them up on home match days, which is just a joy. It's right up there with, you know, two o'clock when the team's going to come out. He did one at nine o'clock and one at 10 o'clock today. And they were joyous and so good that as you heard, I don't know if you heard earlier on, but Chris, Jimmy Pesto, has now got a signed copy of, of a Jay Demerit picture. There you go. Can't be bad, can it? The only other thing I want to say, Peter, just quickly off Go on, topic, exactly what Carl said earlier. You know, we supported Elton through the homophobia through the 70s and 80s. We supported Luther through the racism of the 70s and 80s. We did the same with Luther. Don't tell us how to support our club. Don't tell us how to, if it is Luther on, the, on his account. You know, he's seems to, or whoever it is, seems to have weaponized the Watford Observer to target one particular person. And we all know who it is, but I won't mention his name. I'm sitting in the eight, I'm sitting in the rookery today, and I can hear people still using, a number of number of people still using the G word. And we all know what that is. Uh-huh. What's Luther doing about that? He's not going to do anything about it because he's going to have to take on more than one person. I think it's disgusting what his, his Twitter account is doing at the moment by targeting one person. If you want to, if you want to target Twitter, he was saying he wants to target discrimination, whatever it was he said, go after the people saying the G word, but he won't. He will not do it because it's a number of people. 
all he will do is target one person and using the Watford Observer to target that one person. And I don't agree with everything he says. I don't agree with a lot of the language that he uses, but do not target one person. We are all here, whether we agree, whether we disagree with each other, we're all here for the same reason, to make sure that Watford Football Club is successful. Don't go after one person. It's not right. It's not right. Exactly what Carl said earlier. It is not right what, what's going on at the moment with things on Twitter. Okay. There you go. There we have it. That was on a... It's a shame that that's the topic of conversation because it takes away from, you know, eight points from 12 and, and everything that the team is trying to do, you know, wh- whether you like it or whether you don't like how, how the, the team is performing or the squad or any of that. It's always a shame when there is a distraction going on in an extracurricular fashion, shall we say. That doesn't mean that people can necessarily expect nobody to turn around and say something if something is said out of hand or out of kilter. I think it's a very difficult one for for Luther at the moment because he's now an ambassador. We've had a number of ambassadors for a number of years who haven't really necessarily done very much in terms of being ambassadorial, shall we say. And it, it was interesting that when the appointment was made, I think it was Duxbury came out and said, uh, Scott, call him Duxbury. Scott Duxbury came out and said, and we'll be finding out more things about what that role is going to entail and how he's going to do it. And I don't think we yet know exactly how that's going to be. I hope it will go, be, shall we say, social media. I would hope that, that weaponising any form of platform in any way, shape or form wouldn't be done. I think most of the time, if you ever heard Luther, he will use the word we and we'll talk about everybody collectively. But it is, it's is—it's a difficult one to come out and call out your own, your own supporters. If anybody remembers back to the late 70s, early 80s, when Graham Taylor criticised the supporters for not getting behind the team at one point, he realised he had overstepped the mark. He came out into the middle of the pitch, and you probably have seen the picture, of him holding a large banner with, I'm sorry. He showed some contrition and basically went, look, that's, you know, I'm sorry. I think, and, and people probably know what we're talking about here. There are two people in that conversation and either, and preferably both, could just come out and go, okay, let's reset because we are all in this one club thing together and we don't have to be dictating to one another exactly how everything has to be done. This place has been standing up for, standing up, That make, that gives it far too much of a, proposed moral compass. It doesn't have that. But this is about what do you think about your football club? What do you think about how the game has gone? What do you think about the ownership? What do you think about the management? What do you think about Crikey, the ball boys, the corners, the goal, anything you want to mention about Watford FC? And we can all come together on that, I'm sure, at some stage. But anyway, enough of such nonsense. Let's finish with Neil. Let's get across to Neil and finish on a, let's hopefully finish on a lighter tone, maybe. There we go. Neil, so if you hit your mute button or your mic button, it should be down the kind of bottom left. And then you can let us know your thoughts today. Neil, you're there. Yes, Peter. How are you? Oh, fantastic. I'm all the better for hearing you. How are you, mate? Yeah, you're, I've met your other two sidekicks. I've not spoke to you yet. You're not uh, missing out on much, trust me. That's fine. But lovely to hear from you. I I met Justin at one of the under-21 games in the summer, and I do see Carl quite a lot. And funny enough, Carl is in the market tavern, and I hope they leave it in one place because there's a birthday party of two well-known Watford twins tonight, and we're turning it back into Shakers at about 
Oh, oh ball. There you <laughs> shakers. You've got to be of a certain age to remember that, but that's quality. Do is rather than go all the way out to Brickettwood in the traffic and then come back in, I'm stuck in the car listening to you before I head in. No, I was at the game today. I did say to some of the uh, guys round about my age last Saturday, just before kickoff, I said, if we do what we should be doing, we could end up next Saturday night nine points better off. Okay, mm-hmm. we didn't quite. I'm liking what I'm seeing in quite a lot. I think players that came in. In the summer, new faces that come in are beginning to get it together a bit. Lewis is coming along. I I wasn't. I've not been that impressed with him, but I thought today he did. He did well. Jake Livermore. That's the first time I've seen him. I think playing ninety. And yeah, he's coming along nicely. Regarding the Ken Stemmer card, I think that was for verbal. He was given verbal as a decision. And I think he's. And I did think that the when he asked what it was for, I think a friend from Luton gestured that it was <laughs> for, for back chatting. Right. No, one of the theories I've put about on a couple of times to people is that we went for a clear out, which we all knew had to come. Seems to be, you know, it started off with a. We're, you know, brilliantly on the first game, then it dropped, then it went up and down, it's gone up and down in ways. Now we're beginning to get a little bit of, I think, what we call consistency. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, and it, it's it's not, it, you know, this is what, the, the third after match, you know, that, we're, that, that a lot of people are on with positives, not, oh, like negative. I was, I was wondering, would, do you think the club might do something similar to what Bournemouth did maybe about four seasons ago when Scotty Parker was there, when they got to, January and they were there and thereabouts or just hovering outside and all of a sudden the owners rolled the dice didn't they and they pumped a lot of money in in that January and they went on to get promotion. I'm not saying that maybe that's what this guy's got in mind but he's basically sticking by the manager he's letting the manager manage on really compared with what we've spent to what we what came in on a shoe string if that bloke can do it now I like him I like this manager I think this manager's got has got something about him he handles his press conferences well he always comes out to applaud the fans at the end he talks talks a good talk. And he has, you know, he's not been a one-trick pony that everybody thought he would be. He does move his tactics around a little bit. I'm wondering if this guy is in a position, might they say, do you know what, we could actually make a run for this. But then again, I'll go back to what I said earlier on in the summer as well. I don't think the squad is nowhere near premiership quality because, and then, you know, we'd have the situation of going up only to be hammered every week. But I, I think January is going to be one of the most interesting transfer windows we've seen for a long time. We saw, didn't we, that yeah, I think it was in, it would have been in the Watford Observer where Valerian said something along the lines of, oh, I, you know, I could have spent 20 million. I think he was talking figuratively rather than actually. But of course, a lot of us have seized on that and gone, what, you had 20 million to spend? I don't think so. But no. yes, it, it, but if he did, the, the, the most important thing is that Carl and I are not allowed any say in who we signed because we asked us 
us this question this week, and I said Daryl DK, who's recovering from an ACL, and Carl came yeah. up with Andy Carroll. You know, I, I think we should just stay well away and let the people who know. It would be good. I said that we would want somebody, you know, up front because we did create chances today, but we still, we're still missing them. But who knows? Perhaps, you know, Reese Healy might come good in the preview show that we did for this game, the Millwall game. Dan from that Millwall podcast actually watched him a lot at Torquay. I think he might have been there on, uh, you know, kind of uh, yeah. educational university. Or and he said, no, he's the real deal. He can really take it. He can yeah. really do something. So maybe we might see a little bit more of him. Who knows? We shall see. But it would be it would be nice to see if we, if I think the most important thing is one, let's try and stick with the manager. Because even the, oh, there's only been a couple of people who've just said, look, I really don't like the manager. I want him gone. We talked today about, you know, zonal marking and what have you at corners. And there's always going to be some gripes with football fans. That's what we do. But it would be nice to, as you say, stick with him. There's a lot of good stuff that he's done. And let's hope that we can carry on upwards, you know, onward and upwards. Neil, thank you very much indeed. So I'm going to have to uh, 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 move on just because we've got a bit of echo and, and, and a fold back on that. But wonderful stuff. Have a great evening this evening at, I can't believe they're, they're actually they're actually turning the market tavern back, back into it. That's great stuff. That's great stuff. Right, guys, thank you so much for everybody who's dialed in. Let's quickly make our way through the five-word reviews. Before I go there, you will see on our Twitter account, I posted up the link that, that Mike Duffy's put up already. Ready. As you know, he's making doing a run next week. Anything that can can help that goes to a, a very good medical cause. All the details will be there. So anybody who can spare anything, just have a look and consider it that. Let's get to the five-word reviews. Chris Bone says, missed it. Birthday celebration weekend. You could be down with Neil at Shakers. It's going to be Shakers in about an hour or so. That's good. Ian Bacon said, seven points in a week. Yeah, Brian Edwards, back with many. Says, prick in middle, ruins game. I think... He could be talking about Keith Stroud and not, not Imran Loser. Brian Edwards, huge improvement from last season. Neil Silverstone, Neil, uh, Neil Silverstein, we heard from him earlier on saying, no grinding tonight for Brett. No, Brett was in the Netherlands whilst we had three people from Venlo in the Netherlands coming over here. It's all good. Brian Edwards back again. Put the chances away for fuck's sake, he says. John Parslow said the Desmond 2-2. Two, two. That's what it was. Jarvis was robbed. Anybody who may have seen Jarvis, the Cocker Spaniel, who's taking part in the Prediction League, got his vote, got, got, his, got his video in very late, and it was decided by Dan from Millwall that he would be getting a single points deduction. But he did get three points today, so he's still going to be in the positive there. Carl Campion says, Cesspit FC, still missing Morris. Dave Lavender, unnecessary substitutions on 60 Minutes. Yeah, we've talked a little bit about that. Pete Ryan. Two corners, Banjak's better ballers. That's a good level of alliteration at the back there. Carl Campion again, unnecessary subs, lose team shape. We're seeing a lot of this. Mark Noley, substitutions cost us the win. You can see where this is going. Ben Slater, two set pieces cost us. That's, that's really the theme of the it not being three points was, you know, the ability to do that. Again, that's something that should be. It's certainly workable to go and get on that. We have got, we have got personnel that, can, that could do this. We don't seem to like very much this, or we don't seem to be particularly good at this this zonal marking stuff from corners. It's always been contentious, but let's see where we go. Willie Eckers, like Hello Ken says, think that's two points dropped. James DJ, improved over last season's showing. Gareth Kingswood Hornet says, uh, felt for Kone getting subbed. I, I think we've agreed his, his legs and his coverage and the, the ground he covers and the simplicity with what he does is, is, is tremendous. Silgerman, the Danish moose, strikes again. Silgerman and your Scandinavian kind of call to arms there. Excellent. Andrew Argent says seven points out of nine. Yeah, absolutely. Carbs. Hey, you Carbs. Uh, referee appalling. Triple substitution baffling. That's good. 
I've got to say, Cubs, you're probably in the as summaries go. That's pretty good. Although Tom Hagen may may take you here because he's using about eighteen words. Play players on their correct side, please. Okay, it's seven words, but three of them start with the same letter. I'm sure that counts. Hold on, let's have a look. Players play on their correct side. Please. Oh, he's got please. Yes, that's true. Three Ps. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. Tom, make your own rules up. I think everybody else's. Dickie Sutton says battered them. Deserve to win. Mikey Abraham's saved by two shit subs. Louis Tashira says uh, decent point. Should have been three. Danny WFC says King Ken Semmer the goat. Mark Smith got my draw prediction correct. <laughs> Mark, what are you doing here? You Coventry supporting nightmare. Ryan Cripps says decent point. Gradually getting better. Mark, it's always lovely to see you. By the way, M- Natasha Wright says almost a damp squib. Yes, it was. No, I think we, it's with these draws, it's always the order that they go in. And therefore, a draw when we've plucked it out does feel like it. If you throw two two points away at the last, I imagine the guys uh, traveling back to to East London will be feeling a bit more pig sick than we will in that respect. Tom Hagen back, back now with five only. Kone should have stayed on. That's good. Hampshire Hornets, a gritty draw for championship strugglers. Ben. Sorry, Pete. Can't be asked to keep it to five words. Substitution's very questionable again. Loser crap again. Backman, biggest coward in football. People are saying about that, and I haven't re-watched, so we'll see with the the ITV4 or whatever, wherever they'll place the the highlights as to where that was. I didn't put that down to to Backman, but I was already sweating on the fact that we were going to do exactly what we did against Cardiff and have three men against their four who were in that kind of train between the, the penalty spot and the 18-yard line, and we got other people in the six-yard box. It's just something. I just, just don't see how that works more positively than going with a man-to-man approach at set pieces because you may not be the biggest player. You know, we had loser in there trying to defend. If he's going to be having a running jump against somebody else coming and they're both moving, he's never going to win it. But what he can do is even if he's up against Jake, Cooper at six foot 95 or whatever, however big uh, Cooper is, he can basically he can get hold of him. He can block his run. He can get in his way, but not if they are nowhere near each other and all just basically having runs and they're just looking at the gaps as to where our bodies are. Just seems one of those things. A vacuum buyer says, I'm still so out. Well done, bio. Gary Chubby Mead says, set pieces again and again. Yeah. Alan WFC says, deserve more than a point. Pete Joyless Jones says, Healy saved us at the death where Backman couldn't. A Watford fan, relegation trust, Valerian says, typical championship, but relief. Holly says, count. Dracula Backman strikes again. I'm going to have to take a look at that bloody thing. If it is Backman, I will I will look at it and I'll make a point on Twitter as we go. Subs fucked and saved us, says Harry. We're all Hornet Steve, says, hang on, we scored late. Hillary Dillery Dockett says, Sierra Alta, Backman, hoot, repeat. Jesse Hornet, decent point, but we should have won. Skylar Rose is once again back and paying no attention to the five-word nonsense. Well done. Spent afternoon in A&E. Oh, Probably less painful than watching the Millwall goals. Still a decent point, it seems. And keep our mini revival going. Our record against the Lions is pretty poor. So a game we could have lost, we got a point from to, from end of the day. Oh, Skylar, I do hope you're, everything's okay. Jesse Hornet, Uncle Ron right about Backman. Soft tail said to back to the normal crap. Lee Johnson, good possession, not enough shots. Sean Walsh, set of subs, killed us. And noob at the end said, subs stupid and Backman scared. I really do have to go and look at that, that, that second goal on the highlights. I don't know if they're available already for people to go and have a look at, but I shall do, I shall go and do that because clearly I need to, because a lot of opinions talking about 
Backman there saying no, it hasn't really helped us in that regard. Let's get to the long forms, of which there are a few. Carl Campion, overall, we were the better team. Millwall scored two without creating many chances. Sub uh, Subs seems premeditated, whether players were injured or having a stinker. Team lost shape because of these changes. Showed character to get a point. Side note, Millwall left the Vic with a point. Uncle Russell left the Vic without an umbrella. Oh, what? Confiscated by the stewards. Has anyone WFC fan ever got a banning order for violence with an umbrella? <sighs> yes. Now, I, I don't know if anybody's going to go to this with other things commenting on, but one of the things happened when they scored their goal was glass and glass and bottles were thrown from the Millwall end. It would appear that the stewarding, which is somewhat overzealous, shall we say, for the home fans, didn't appear to be quite as robust or effective for uh, for the away fans there. Louis Teixeira says, positives. Best we've played this week. Looked far more organised. Created well down the wing. Seven points from three games. Negative. Conceded two poor goals. Backman should easily claim the ball for the second. Subs lost us momentum. Work to do, but positives to take from Simon Parkin said. Carl, so well said. Gary has then posted a video of looking like Taylor Oh, it's just they're, they're misbehaving outside the market tavern. The normal nonsense. Gary said, we've just met badly drawn Watford in the market tavern. Fucking legend, he says. Pete says, Gillingham in the cup. No, no, it was West Ham under. And it was, it was if you remember, we were 2-0 down. Iggy got us got us one with that little kind of Iggy chop that he used to do. If you remember that, turning him inside out and scooping in, and then we played the Dean Eagle. Elliot Melanie WFC on Fred says, first time ever listening on my way back from the Vic. Oh, well done. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Don't obviously drive and and text, he says warningly. Aaron says it's it's from the 4-2 win over West Ham in 2-6. There you go. Igalo's goal to make it 2-1. Very good. Mal, Mal, I, I saw Steve today. I hear you're not, not feeling too well, mate, and you're waiting for some stuff on Ops. Love to you. I hope, hope everything goes well. His comments were, Ken's yellow reported for telling the ref should be booked, allegedly. He also says, said, Carl, he also says, positives kept on fighting, but frustrated. That's fair enough, Rich. Great words from Carl. Luther could do well to listen to tonight's spaces in full. There you go. If you do, you don't. You can always come on. Everybody is always welcome. Paul Moston says, you've reached your target. Keep going, Mike Duffy. Oh, well done, Paul. Thank you very much indeed. And well done. Well done, Mike. Any Anything else that can go in there? Obviously, we appreciate that, you know, it, times aren't easy at the moment, but anything anybody can do is great. Charlie, we heard from the top of the, at the top of the day, said five word review. Carl James made me cry. What did he do? What did he do? He said, I've got no idea where that's going. Jesse Hornet, are you a parrot, Pete? You seem to have a really annoying echo. To be honest with you, my wife has pointed this out. She hasn't pointed out the echo, but she has said that I am annoying and a parrot, but there you go. No, I think what we were doing, we were getting fallback from when it kind of, when I think somebody tried to, ring Neil, it probably flipped to his car speaker. So we were hearing the the, the, the echo back from that. So apologies there. As Latan said, he did say, give him a cross in the box and he would score. Lovely placed header. We actually had a physical battle with Millwall. Wonders will never cease. Well done, Latan. I like that. Jesse Hornet again says, mayonnaise on Chinese is just wrong. Now, we do have to allow, you know, Danny and Becky the right to reply on this. Poor Becky's name is being turned into the mud for about this. She may have a very plausible reason why she puts mayonnaise on China. Nothing comes to mind, but you know, we'll see. She also says, agree with what Carl said, 100%. Ant said, Millwall called Harry a pedo. They did? What? 
That's uncalled for. We don't need that. We've got Peter in Dolby 4K. <laughs> Echo, Echo delay is fantastic. It's something I like to try to offer. And then let's have a look. We've got four straight from, from or three straight from Dame Croxley. Then we've got a William Wonga. Let's have a look at this. Dame Croxley Green says, yeah, all right, mate, we get it. One too many drunk people calling in, like getting talked into a corner at a party by a drunk stranger. Okay. Sorry about that. My my bad. Brilliant words, Carl, says William Wonga. Luther has lost the plot and his partner, Lauren, has got into his head along with Duxbury. No one even, sorry, no one not, I'll say, no one not even tells him how to support the club. Okay, look, appreciate, obviously, that's contentious. Oh, Rhonda Ryan says, brilliant space again. Oh, thank you, Rhonda. That's very kind. I'm sorry about getting drunk into a corner or whatever it was. And Diggle says, I remember the Frank Skinner moment. Proper dickhead. Well done, Diggles. Well done, Diggle. Neil, somebody remembers it. It's just me who didn't. What can we do? What can we do? Look, it's been, it's one of those games. We all know that goals and results change how we will perceive a game. We are four games now unbeaten. And I appreciate that is, you know, before the game, You'd have probably gone, if we take a draw, we'd have been happy with that. We heard what uh, Zlatan said in, ter- in terms of that, saying, you know, we actually put up a physical battle against them. I think we were happy with the midfield options. We created more chances in the first half. But let's not kid ourselves. Millwall are resilient. They are going to give us problems from set pieces, whether or not it is actually zonal marking or man marking or what have you. And, you know, I'll criticise zonal marking, but probably be blind to goals we can see when we man mark at set pieces. But that's the point. It's a game. It's a game of opinions. Everybody's opinion is always welcome here because simply it is a barometer. It is all about saying we've won or we've lost or we've drawn and I'm feeling good, crap, shit or indifferent. Doesn't really matter what. The thing is, everybody can come together. We saw over the last couple of weeks, loads of people coming down to the bunker and just having some pre-game pre-game drinks, and I appreciate not everybody can come there. So this is hopefully for those people who are remote, be they in the UK, be they in you know other countries or, or wherever you are, you're part of the Watford family, and that's the important thing. So we can come together and just agree that the one thing we want is for Watford to do well. Will we always? No. Will we win sometimes? Will we draw sometimes? Will we lose sometimes? Yes, because that's a football team and everybody does it. But we can try to be nice to each other as best we can. I think that's the most important thing. And I think that's probably the message from all sides. The problem is, as ever, people tend to, and I'm going to quote somebody here who made made my day a couple of, a couple of, couple of years ago when he turned around and said, too many people on online or in, you know, in the whole thing today in modern day is that when people talk, they look to convert. What we should be doing is trying to converse. And there's a difference there. We don't have to say, I'm right. It's me. I'm better. And I'm better than you. We can actually turn around and say, you know what? I'm sorry about that. That's not what I meant. Or that's not how I meant it. And it just feels perhaps a little bit of that from, from either or both end suddenly you are into a position where you can have a conversation rather than a confrontation, hopefully. Hopefully. Anyway, enough of stuff, such stuff. We are, most importantly, four games unbeaten. We've got two games left until the next international break. And that's going to be really important because if we can get some points out of those games, then we might be looking at a decent position for us to then pick up at the back end of November when we go to Leicester.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around you got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.